couple guys shaking like the devil. It's Jimmy. It's Derek. It's Lonely Town, a killer's podcast. And we are breaking down the uh, Sawdust album. And we are to uh, the first song on the trilogy. Is it the first of the murder trilogies? Yep. Leave the bourbon on the shelf, Jimmy. And uh, that's a place where I think you've always left the bourbon is just on the shelf. Yeah, I was trying to think what what's the what's the more appropriate Nephi title or what what drink should be left on the leave, shelf? Leave the Mountain Dew or <laughs> Brandon, Brandon now probably the Coke on the shelf. Slurpee was my other idea. But. Leave the leave the shirt. Yeah, Slurpee. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Melt, and then it melts. So. But uh, yeah, so we're we're breaking it down. We're going down. Um, more of the uh, the sawdust hole, as it were, and uh, <laughs> I don't know. I uh, I trying to trying to come up with uh, the trilogy here. And my first question, I guess, is if you're going to do a trilogy of songs, why didn't you include them all on the same album? Like, I, I kind of don't understand why this one was left off of Hot Fuss, except for I guess tones a little different, but um. If the song never came out, it would just be one of those those urban legends of, you know, there's another song about about <laughs> how this all started or something like that. But uh, it just had me thinking the other day when I'm listening to it of uh, these three go together. I mean, are you just going for the, the best quality of songs or the best fit? I don't know. Yeah, so I, I found an old article where I found out it sounds like originally thought was that the trilogy would be the backbone of the first album. So this is from NME Magazine from March 20th, 2004. Great this day. Is, Great day. This is going way back to Derek's, Derek's 12th birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my 12th birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe 20th, uh, 22nd. So this is what it says. A pop trilogy will appear on the killer's debut album later this year, telling the story of another girl's death at the hands of her ex-boyfriend. Then it quotes Brandon. We haven't finished the first song in the series, says Brandon, but it's called Leave the Bourbon on the Shelf. It's about a couple breaking up. All the boy cares about is keeping the whiskey they bought. That is until... Then ends the quote. That And then back to the article. That is until she finds a new man. During the second song, Midnight Show, he hears she's met someone new and jealousy drowns his former lover. The final song, simply called Jenny, is also told from the murderer's point of view as he tried to piece together his alibi during a police inv- interrogation. Back to a quote from Brandon. It's okay making the decision to split up, says Brandon. But when somebody finds somebody else, it's terrible. It's the worst feeling in the world. Flower says he isn't the boy in the song, yet there's always auto- autobiography in there somewhere. How did your last relationship end, Brandon? She found another boy. It was kind of ugly. It was only a kiss. Right. So that's the end That's the end of the, the article. But I thought it was interesting first, you know, researching the, the song and the trilogy that Originally, Jenny was a friend of mine, which is called Jenny. I don't know that we brought that up when we talked about that song, or I didn't think I knew that. Yeah, I don't think I knew that. But, you know, I guess early in the trilogy, he calls her Jennifer. Well, they're dating. It's a lot more formal. It makes it a lot easier to to tie it, you know, obvious that it's that the songs are related. And we've we've done an episode, I think, where we, we've touched on the, the, the trilogy, but as... We get to Sawdust, and specifically the song, I revisited the trilogy. <laughs> and I don't know where you want to jump here yet, but Let's jump. I can't I can't help but see 
how Mr. Brightside falls right in line with with the trilogy. If it was intended to be the backbone of Hot Fuss, I could see how Mr. Brightside plays right into the same theme. And, you know, jealousy and catching his girl with another man. Why are you holding hands with somebody else? Why are you, I think he says something about in your bed or something, you know, going to bed and my stomach is sick. Same kind of. Yeah. Um, I guess that's more on uh, Midnight Show, but. I'll take it. I'll take it another step. I was thinking Uh-oh. the same the same lines. Yeah. One, I was wondering, is Hot Fuss uh, a concept album? We've talked about Pressure Machine is telling the story and it's kind of this story of Nephi and the town. Is is Hot Fuss uh, kind of a concept album of this uh, jealous boyfriend that turns into a, mi- a murderer and gives us the killers um, kind of playing into their name? I was thinking about Andy, and uh, Andy, you're a star, and a lot of people have had different uh, thoughts and things about that. Obviously, we've covered it before, and we always have different thoughts that come up with that. But uh, one of the things that's came up is it's almost like he's stalking this guy, right? And we've always thought, and even Kyle alluded, maybe there's kind of like this weird undertone uh, of homosexuality or something like that. And it could be, but I was thinking maybe Andy's the... Maybe Andy's this other boy here. Like, what's what's he got that I don't have? And he's kind of following him always on the football field. Always, I mean, obviously we know Andy is based off of a real person, but maybe it's more of that person's name and character developed into this guy that is uh, holding hands hmm. and, you know, promise me she's not your world, you know. That kind of a thing. Like he stole, let's, the opposite of the Dolly Parton, Jolene. Don't take my man just because you can. Maybe Andy took his girl and uh, it was only a kiss. And, um, you know, who's this guy you're holding hands with? We can still be friends. Just leave the bourbon on the shelf. And then it just fuels into like murder and coming up with this uh, yeah. this cover story of um, this is my alibi. She was a friend of mine. I don't I, I think throughout that album, the when you put that backbone and that trilogy in, in mind, it might be telling more of just a story of this. I don't know huh. this story. I don't. It just popped in my head. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying that's the way it is, but it was a different way to look at Andy and and like you're saying, uh, Mr. Brightside and and some of these other songs. If you if you look at it as a concept of this bigger story being told. Yeah, I like that. It's interesting because I thought uh, one of the other things I thought about it. Leave the bourbon on the shelf is how. I guess the the other songs in the trilogy is how if you don't have a sinister mindset about what's going on in the song, you know, it could easily just be blown off if you're listening casually as, oh, it's just another love song. Like, not so much on this one, but on Midnight Show, he was like, I got a blanket in the backseat on my mind. He's like, oh, this guy's thinking about getting this girl in the backseat. But when you know the details of the trilogy, it's more of a creepy, you know, he's going to murder her and throw her in the trunk kind of <laughs> backseat on his mind rather than, yeah, I want to make love to you. But in, uh, And then on the bourbon on the shelf, he says, who's that other boy holding your hand? But then it also says, I never liked your hair or those, those people that you lie with. It's like, all right, this isn't just. <laughs> yeah, this isn't just a guy breaking up. One guy, yeah. It's like he's he's probably following this girl for through multiple relationships, like, He's not letting go, and yeah, he's kind of turned stalkery. Yeah, he's not letting go to the point that he's holding her so tight, you know. And that's another the other part about you know the confusing part about whether this is a love. <laughs> I guess it's not really that confusing, but when he's being interrogated by the police, when he's you know, there's a lot of songs about I want to hold you tight, you know. 
Yeah. <laughs> that aren't about <laughs> strangling someone. Or... Yeah, that's kind of the, the thing I thought, too, when, when the, the, it starts off just kind of this nice, I don't know, we're, we're broken up, kind of a little sorrow, but not real. I mean, you know, it was a good relationship, kind of, and then it kind of escalates as the song goes on and as the other songs come into play. But, yeah, even the, the holding holding you tight, yeah, it could be this, like, I, I, how is it even worded in here? I'm not satisfied until I hold you tight. And you can say, oh, that's just a guy trying to win her back. And, and uh, man, he just loved those those hugs or something <laughs> like that, right? And then... Took my baby's breath beneath the chandelier. Oh, yeah, I'm just kissing. Yeah. We're just kissing her. Kiss, took, took her breath away. Took her breath away. Or, you know, it goes back to she couldn't breathe as I held her close in the, uh, the other song. And then how I've said live, he'll slip into sometimes he'll say she couldn't breathe as I uh, held her throat or, or whatever. He said something about that. And then it gets a little creepier. But, yeah, it could be just such uh, innocent play on words there of, you know, this love song. But then when you see the whole picture, you can put the pieces together of, like, I don't know, he wants to, <laughs> he wants to strangle her. Like, he's, he's stalking, he's jealous, he's uh, got some of the, these tendencies coming up and, and being shown. And it's not just a, a simple, uh, just, we'll break up, just leave me the booze, and I'll be just fine. It's, uh, it's putting seeds that plant to go on throughout uh, the rest of the album and the rest of the... Uh, the trilogy, um, which again makes me wonder why it wasn't originally included in the Hot Fuss yeah. um, to set that story up, unless maybe they thought, "Hey, uh, this is your debut album, and uh, you already named the Killers." Maybe <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe we it's don't. A little too much. Yeah, maybe it's a little too much uh, heat coming out. Or, Let's just pick your two favorite of the trilogy. Yeah, yeah I don't know, uh, but yeah, like you're saying, some of those other songs, even though they're not uh, directly trilogy songs. If you look at the lyrics or kind of think about it, they obviously could lead to uh, play back into these songs or some of these themes. Well, yeah, especially when you bring in Andy, which I hadn't thought about before, the tie-in of that song. where We talked about the tie-in with Desperate Things, where it talks about the local hero sports bar. And that that song is about murder. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, it's it all it all flows through all the way even to pressure machine. So yeah, I mean we we've had a debate about Andy and Brandon and uh, you know even off air uh, relationship status and uh, different stories from different people, um, but in this context, I just kind of thought, you know, maybe it's just uh, a character there, and yeah. uh, I don't know. Tell me, she's not your world. I, I just kind of played into. Uh, being obsessed over the girl more than uh, the re- relationship between the guys. Like, you got everything else, why'd you take my girl? And this is the girl that he's been stalking, and in that song, he's he's definitely stalkery as well. So uh, we know that the real-life Brandon, as far as we know, was never never a big stalker. Yeah. So uh, I just thought, well, maybe it's more, some more character work here that, that never, I don't think has ever been discussed anyways. Yeah, it makes it, makes it makes that song interesting to have, you know, this intriguing character who has a dark side and he's Mr. Brightside. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. And the, you don't have to look much further than the murder trilogy to find an example of when people are in love, they do desperate things. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. It kind of all plays together. Um, that was the other thing. I know we're always looking for that, but uh, <laughs> I mean, it does. It kind of plays hand in hand with, uh, with pressure machine and some of the songs on there. Uh, could be going back to, uh, you know, Nephi and feelings that you had around uh, the time of leaving and the time of coming back. But um, I also think there are kind of some universal themes we've talked about in the past. The Johnny Cash, uh, 
God, love, and and murder. And I think those are those aren't just exclusive to uh, Johnny Casher or to uh, country music by any stretch. So uh, some themes that we'll see throughout all music is is that love, death, and murder, or love, uh, God, and murder. I guess death and murder are kind of the same thing. So, <laughs> like you started the episode with, just some more of the same themes that we've we've seen in the first few albums of the devil um, in. Midnight Show, he talks about a crashing tide. Uh, you know, you can't uh, throwing rocks against the riptide. <laughs> and then the other, the th- we, we didn't ever really talk about Midnight Show when we did Hot Fuss. It's a really creative lyric that I think is probably one of those tattoo kind of things. But in the context of the song, it's pretty sinister. <laughs> Where he says, I took my baby's breath beneath the chandelier of stars and atmosphere. It's a cool lyric. The, the chandelier of stars and atmosphere. You know, again, goes back to the, the beautiful night sky in Nephi. That, the outdoors. Yeah. If, you, <clears throat> if you're going to murder somebody, Jimmy, and I'm not saying you're the type of guy that would, but uh, are you going to do it underneath the, the stars out, out west of Nephi, or are you going to be a Vegas, uh, out in the Vegas desert with, with the mafioso type folks? <laughs> None of the above, Derek. None of the above? All right. Nice try. Nice try to trap me. <laughs> but I've learned from... I've learned from... Jenny was a friend of mine. How to get out of a police investigation? You got an alibi. I, I've never been. I've never been out west at, at night, and I've never, uh, never been in the desert by myself. I loved her. How could I have killed her, Derek? Well, she was a friend of mine. I, I wrote a few songs about her. I don't know. And then it comes back to yeah, Jennifer and Jenny. Um, obviously, there's there's people we know with those names, but it's very common. So uh, I'd like to know if it was based off of just the namesake. As far as you know, it's never been discussed that I've been aware of, but. It makes me it makes me makes me wonder if it's based off anyone we went to school with just for the name, or if it was uh, just a, a random generic girl's name because Jennifer is a pretty common name. Yeah, I guess we're after going to get a Chaparral High School yearbook and see. How. I guess we'll have to go through and see. Oh, we'll have to do some stalking ourselves. We'll no, our, no, no, no. Do our own research. Yeah, research. That's that's what was happening in the murder trilogy. He's researching his his girlfriend at his. Her uh, other lovers. I believe that w- they, they are the cowboys as well, which I was always given Nephi all the credit for the Nef- for the cowboys and the the horses and stuff. But I guess uh, I guess that could have some influ- a little influence might have came from there. <laughs> well, Jimmy, I'll put the bourbon back up on the shelf unless you got anything else to add. I think that's uh, that's about all I got for yep. the first of the trilogy, which we've already kind of covered. Yep, just another gratitude. Shout out for the killers making Sawdust because, like you said, if they wouldn't have come out with this B-side type album, we might never have heard it and we wouldn't have known it existed. So uh, hopefully in the future, they won't hesitate to... (laughs) They've already hesitated. It's been years and years since it came out, but hopefully Sawdust was successful enough that they, when they get enough songs that they think can make the cut for a B-side album, they'll come out with another rarities album and we'll get some more stuff that we've only heard rumors about so yeah and uh as always uh please visit us on the social media uh, instagram facebook uh wherever you're listening to this give us a a nice five-star review it goes a long way and helps us find other other victims to to listen to uh the podcast which helps us grow in turn gets you better interviews and better content and uh we appreciate everybody that, that chimes in and, and uh, helps out or has ideas or any of that kind of thing. So 
don't be afraid to, to contact us or to uh, like what we post. That's another episode down from Lonely Town.